Berman could announce that dismissal, but first Berman scheduled this hearing to allow Epstein's alleged victims to speak. Denoris Hopgood of Dayton, Ohio, says he tried in vain to help children who were critically injured after a criminal suspect plowed into a stolen police car into their van. It was something that I can't really describe. It was difficult to see what was inside the van and see the kids in the condition that they were in. Two children died, three are hospitalized with life-threatening injuries. There's a state of emergency in Puerto Rico and Dorian is expected to remain a tropical storm when it arrives there late tomorrow or early Thursday and then says CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson. All eyes on South Florida for Sunday. Now the current forecast is for a strong tropical storm again because it's running into some things that will stop the storm from strengthening too much but there's a lot lot of warm water. There's a lot of fuel for the storm. In the Amazon, the wildfires keep growing with occasional temporary relief. Here's CBS's Manuel Bajorcas. Some rain actually helped to tamp down the flames, but there certainly has not been enough of it. You know, the Amazon is set to contain 15 percent of the Earth's fresh water, and scientists say all this moisture helps to cool down the Earth. The fear is, with so much of the forest burning, that it could cause irreversible damage to the world's climate. A British medical study finds another reason to exercise. More live from London, CBS's Vicky Barr. Statins are helping millions live longer, healthier lives. But some people taking the cholesterol-lowering drugs experience muscle pain or weakness as a side effect. Now, British researchers have discovered that statins can cause intermittent calcium leaks within muscle cells, which they think are causing the symptoms. And the cure? Well, they say moderate exercise seems to cancel out the effects or even prevent the leakages entirely. Peter? Johnson & Johnson says it'll appeal a judge's verdict that blames the drug maker in part for Oklahoma's opioid crisis. State Attorney General Mike Hunter on CBS This Morning. Well, they must uh, have been at a different trial for the seven (laughs) weeks that we were here in Norman, or they've had an attack of amnesia. Uh, The judge's order clearly establishes their culpability. Ahead of the opening bell, S&P futures are up 11. This is CBS News. Behind every moment shared with the ones you love is a plan that helped make it happen. Learn more or find an advisor at MassMutual.com. Welcome to this guided meditation brought to you by MassMutual. Imagine your dream retirement. Perhaps you're opening a coffee shop. A wave of relaxation washes over you as you smell coffee beans roasting. Hashtag blessed. You feel at peace. (sighs) This is how it feels to have a retirement plan. Learn more or find an advisor at MassMutual.com. Securities and advisory services offered through MML Investor Services, a MassMutual subsidiary. Tuesdays are the worst. They're all that stands between you and the downhill part of the week. But now they're a lot less worse. Because Wing Tuesdays at B-Dubs are buy one, get one free traditional wings. So Monday, you may kick off the week. Wednesday, you may have a cool nickname. Thursday, you might be the almost weekend. But watch your back, because Tuesdays just officially became Wing Tuesdays. Buffalo Wild Wings. Roar! Buy one traditional wings order and get one of equal value free. Participation and promotional details vary by location. Check in with your favorite Buffalo Wild Wings to learn more about this offer. Wisconsin Republican Congressman Sean Duffy says he'll resign next month to spend more time with his family. One of his children has a heart condition. They're celebrating a championship in New Orleans. Here's WWL's Dave Cohen. The Little League World Series champions returned home to a hero's welcome. And there was an impromptu parade in their honor. Head coach Scott Frazier noted they were the first team to 
ever lose the opening game of the Little League World Series and go on to win the title. We're from New Orleans. We're from the state of Louisiana. So these kids are bred to be resilient. Dave Cohen for CBS News, New Orleans. In New England, a life-saving move by a state trooper and a conservation officer after a bald eagle was hit by a car along Interstate 95. In Portsmouth, New Hampshire, the bird had contusions and an injured left wing. It's now recovering at a wildlife rehab center. I'm Peter King, CBS News. Would you take $100 and throw 80 of it away? If you're taking drugstore vitamin tablets, that's exactly what you're doing because 80% of those tablets are not being absorbed. Hi, I'm naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black, creator of Texas Superfood. Many of you take Texas Superfood daily and feel great, but some people tell us they just don't like the taste of green powder or they have a problem swallowing capsules. That's why we created our new line of great-tasting liquid supplements. Go to texassuperfood.com liquid. From multivitamins to products for energy, sleep, joint care, and more, our liquid supplements offer the highest absorption rates available anywhere, up to 96%. Imagine waking up after a great night's sleep feeling rested and ready to handle the day with endless energy and clarity. Stop wasting your money on drugstore vitamin tablets that don't work. Get absorbable liquid nutrition from the name you trust, Texas Superfood. Visit TexasSuperfood.com slash liquid to get 20% off. Go to TexasSuperfood.com slash liquid. Go to TexasSuperfood.com slash liquid now. Are you feeling lucky? While raising the bar in plumbing service, veteran-owned True Blue Plumbing is offering a free 50-gallon Ream hot water tank complete with free installation to one lucky winner every month. Just like and follow their Facebook page, and True Blue will contact you if you're the winner of the month. If you have questions, call 740-590-5400 or email bill at truebluplumbing.com. That's blue without an E. With a lifetime of experience and a desire to be the best in the business, True Blue is committed to being true to you. Hi, I'm Kim. And this is Ruth. Please join us every Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. It's the Kim and Ruth Show. Well, it's probably not the It's not the Kim and Ruth Show. It's really... (laughs) Tune in to Make It Happen with Kim and Ruth every Wednesday morning at 10.06. And we'll spend time talking about health and wellness topics and all aspects of healthy living. But we know that you're the real expert in your health, so let us help you make it happen. Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. Been listening to the sports fan presented by JMP Contracting. Here's what you've been missing. I'm your host, Lucas Moore, joined by the one, the only Troy Bowl. If, if you watch these teams year in and year out for 10, 20, 25 years, you realize it's just it's like an ocean wave. When they go down, you know it's coming back up. They're yeah. not going to stay down. Nelson, New York does not stay down. Trimble does not stay down. The sports fan on 970 WATH. Fairhope celebrates life. If you're facing an end-of-life situation, Fairhope Hospice and Palliative Care. It is never too soon to call. Fairhope is here to listen. You don't have to face it alone. Fairhope cares for your loved one where they live. Or, during times of stress, the Pickering House is a serene setting providing relief for the patient. To learn more about Fairhope's care from the heart, please call 1-800-994-7077. Fairhope Hospice, we celebrate life. AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH, Southeast Ohio. Well, pretty much all night. 
things are damp, but uh, good for the plants, all that sort of thing. No hard downpours that I'm aware of. And throughout the day, it says 30% chance of all of that continuing. Then showers after 3. We don't have much choice in the matter, so whatever it is, it is. Special edition today, going to get brought up to date on the Federal Hawking Local School District. It's new superintendent, David Hanning, joining us live this morning. Good morning, David. Good morning. Welcome. And, um, you know, uh, the last six years you've served as principal out, out at uh, Athens High School. Right. And... Um, I think before that you were an assistant principal at Warren High School, weren't you? You, you got it. Yeah. And I, I don't know about the earlier part of your career, but we'll get into it here a little bit. So uh, refresh my memory. It's been a while since you've been on our program. Uh, where was home for you originally? Uh, I, I grew up in Carroll, Ohio. Oh, not um, too far away. Yeah, so I graduated from Bloom Carroll High School and uh, came down here to Ohio University to study. Was education always uh, in your head? Uh, I mean, was that your – did you know? No, I didn't. I, I was one of those kids that changed my majors uh, <laughs> three or four times before I, I settled in on education. And, and so just for kicks, what were some of the others that you were looking at? Well, every, everything kind of centered around social studies. So okay. I, didn't, I didn't get too far away from that. I started out as a – Now, social a, studies, isn't that another term for, like, uh, history? Well, it, history is, is one, one uh, part of social studies. So okay. I was a political science major, and then I was an economics major, and then I was a history major, and then I got into to education. Well, um, and do you think you made the right choice? <laughs> well, uh, looking back, I, I think I did. And, and you know, obviously I was a, I was a social studies teacher yeah, for, for 16 years. So You know, I was going to go back to that. I said, yeah. you know, one of my points on my uh, notes here was like, now, you know, we know you in an administrative, I'm sorry, in a leadership role, but what about the classroom? So you had 16 years in the classroom, eh? Oh, yeah, it was great. And teaching social studies. I did. I taught. Uh, I taught American government. I taught world history. Uh, I taught psychology and sociology. Uh, had a good time with it. What district was that in? Well, I uh, I, I started teaching in the Fort Fry School District. I mm-hmm. was there for a few years and and uh, ended up at Nelsonville York. Um, no I had, kidding. I, yeah, I had done my student teaching at Nelsonville York. And uh, developed some pretty good relationships there. And then when they had a, a position open up, uh, uh, Tim Watkins uh, was one of their uh, history teachers, and he became the dean of students. They had an opening, and I got a phone call, and and uh, they offered me the opportunity to uh, come back there and work, and and uh, had a great time. Well, uh, the classroom is certainly different than the office, and. Um, do you miss it? Yes. I mean, uh, you know, interacting with students uh, on a daily basis in the classroom gives you the opportunity to develop some really strong, uh, positive relationships with, with kids. And 
You know, that's that's what the business is all about is the kid. Sure. Um, and but, you know, like anything else, uh, you look for for opportunities to do new and different things. Um, but but I, I did enjoy that time. I, I coached. I, I was a an activity advisor. Uh, so I, I, I did a little bit of everything for for several years. Um, I didn't know about the coaching thing. What sport? Well, I I started out. I coached football. I coached a little bit of track, uh, and and I really mean a little bit. I wasn't a mm-hmm. wasn't a track person, but uh, football and track mostly. I did student council, uh, sure, things like that. Well, um, so the um, so you've been on the. The new job, that of superintendent for mm-hmm. Federal Hocking Local School District, just over a month, uh, basically, at least unless my information is wrong. And, um, you know, you had some familiarity with it, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, I, what, what, what's been your observation? What has been most um, um, interesting to you to learn uh, in this early part? Well, well. So I've learned a lot so far. I definitely have have more to learn. Um, you know, it, to to kind of put it in perspective, you know, I, I, I as we discussed, I taught at Nelsonville York for a long time. Uh, my wife uh, has taught, and she's the school counselor at Alexander right now. So I know that district pretty well. Uh, I know a lot of folks up in Trimble. I know that district pretty well, and obviously, I spent some time in, in Athens City Schools. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so, so federal hawking was was kind of that place that I didn't know that much about. I knew some things about uh, what of, uh, of our there. five districts that you knew the least, right? Yeah. Right, and so um, I have learned in in the last few weeks. What a what a wonderful place it is. Uh, they they do some some really creative and and out of the box things with their students to provide them opportunities. Um, I mean, I th- th- there are all sorts of. I, I think that that uh, one of my roles moving forward is to help promote all of those good things that they're doing. There. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I wrote down some um, some things I thought, uh, and some of these you may be so new on the job you don't uh, have fully in mind, but we'll, we'll try them anyway. Okay. Uh, federal hawking factoids, let's put it like that. Okay. Um, the enrollment of the entire school district is roughly what? Uh, it's, it's a little less than 1,100 students uh, in the whole district. Okay. Now... Um, is that um, are there a lot of school districts with uh, eleven hundred school eleven hundred students, or is that a considered a pretty small district? Well, it is considered a small district, but there are a lot of small districts. Okay, eleven hundred. Yeah, and so, to put it in perspective, yeah, Tremble uh, is sits a little less than that. Um, uh, let me see. That's here. helpful. Yeah, so so Trimble's a little bit smaller. Alexander obviously is a little bit bigger. Uh, Athens is the is the biggest one in the county. Nelsonville York is a little bit less than we are, um, but uh, yeah, we're 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 a small district. Okay, now um, facilities. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, every, every school district's different, of course. 
Um, and, and Athens has been one way, and now it's changing to another. Yes. Um, so, <clears throat> the um, how many elementary schools do you have? Uh, Federal Hawking has two elementary schools, uh, Amesville Elementary in the village there in Amesville, and then Coolville Elementary in Coolville. Those are, you know, both those communities are kind of cool. <laughs> Absolutely. They're great places. I just, uh, particularly Amesville, I like. But Coolville's neat, too. Yeah, they've got a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of great things going on there, strong communities. Then, um, so elementary, and I assume we're talking about uh, uh, K through 6. K 6, yes. Okay. Now, uh, junior high or middle school or whatever you folks call it, um, sometimes that's um, grades 7 and 8. Sometimes it includes 9. And in really weird districts, it can include six. But anyway, uh, what is it for you? So Federal Hawking has a combined middle school and high school uh, similar to Alexander uh, and Nelsonville, York. So we, we, so we run So all in the one building or yeah. one in the uh, main campus there. Yeah. So, we, so we're 7 through 12 uh, there on the campus in Stewart. Um, and and it, there's a distinct middle school part of the facility mm-hmm. and, and high school uh, part of the facility, but but they they all operate together. Now I hear people say, uh, "Well, this building needs so much work, and that building is in good shape, or whatever." Um, are, are, are all of the buildings uh, something that um, is, has there been deferred maintenance that you wish hadn't occurred, or anything like that? Well. I think generally speaking, the the facilities are are in pretty good shape, uh, but but you know just like your own home, there are things that, oh, yeah. that you know you, you you hit. Everything has a life, so you know. Uh, right now, we're looking at uh, our HVAC systems, um, really course. in all the buildings. Yep. Um, but but the facilities themselves, uh, they're 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 very well maintained. Uh, the custodial maintenance staff do a great job of. Of keeping up on them, and uh, the, you know they prioritize what they need to address uh, and when they want to address it o- over time. Uh, so, so we're really not in bad shape, but there are some things that we want to we want to improve. Now, the board of education. Mm-hmm. Um, every school district has such. Um, how many members? Uh, we have five on our board. That's pretty customary, isn't it? Yes, it is. Um, and and. Um, are, are some of them new and some of them been around for a while or how's how how would you um, um would you say it's a very typical board of education well uh, my experience so far is that they're a great board um you know we've got some folks that have been on the board for for quite a while a number of years and some that have only been on for for a few years no. Uh, but but they seem to really work well together and and support the the district and 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 I've enjoyed working with them so far. Well, you know, um, I've heard um, a few comments from them that they're pretty excited about you too. So that's a good thing, you know. Absolutely. Now, uh, back to uh, factoids, if you want. What what are some of the points of pride that you you think? What, what's a, a few unique things about Federal Hawking's uh, school district? 
Well, uh, so so we'll start with kind of the obvious things. Um, uh, I don't know that that a lot of folks know that they have a partnership with with Hopewell uh, to provide a health clinic in in the district. Not and when I say in the district, I really mean at the high school middle school complex. Mm-hmm. So it is a a uh, it is a health clinic that is not just open to our students but it's open to the whole community so you know you can you can treat it kind of like an urgent care you can go in there and uh, we've got a an LPN and an RN and a certified nurse practitioner and and they're able to 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 treat people as they come in the door uh, they also help uh, serving as the the in the school nurse capacity there for the high school middle school, mm-hmm. so that's a that's a great resource for the community. And it's kind of a creative idea. Yeah, and and it's a it's a great great partnership. Um, do they function outside of the school day as well? Uh, they do. They run. Uh, I think they run between eight and four thirty, okay. if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but they're open all year round. So mm-hmm. even when school's not in session. They're there. They're they're a resource available to the community. Hmm. Neat. And and you know and you were mentioning factoids earlier. You know, Federal Hawking is a 207 square mile school district. So to put that in perspective, um, that is more than twice the size in square miles as any of the other school districts in the county. Okay. So that that also obviously creates some transportation challenges, right? It, it does, and that's that's why, and I mentioned that in connection with the clinic, because it makes it easier for people to, to get the health care that they need there. Mm-hmm. Now, um, let's see. Um, so I said K. K. There is, in some school districts, there's also a PK mm-hmm. thing. Is, is that uh, available at... Um, Federal hunting? Yes, we do have preschool uh, at, at both of our elementary schools. Now, um, you kind of brought out with this with the large area mm-hmm. that uh, that would be a challenge, the transportation thing. Absolutely. Oh. Uh, so, do you have to have more buses than the average district, or do they just have to travel farther? Uh, they they travel a little further. Okay. Um, you know uh, the the goal is that the, no students on a bus for for more than an hour, which which is re- a really long time. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking such. Uh, but but it, you know that's that's not uncommon in a, in a rural school. And by an hour, you mean one way. Yes. Yeah. One way. So it could be two if they're uh, you know morning and afternoon yeah but most students are on far less than an hour of course now uh, uh, other challenges um what what, um or other points of pride either way okay so so um one thing that i've learned uh, since i've been there is we have a, a a really outstanding um internship program we have a teacher uh there at the high school, middle school, that works with students to place them in uh, career paths and, and helps them find internships so that they can go out and get some job experience to either learn about something that they really want to do or to find out early that they don't like that kind of work. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, the, you know, and that's something that they've been doing for, for quite some time. Uh, now we do that here. Right. 
we offer some uh, uh, early career uh, exposure stuff. Right. And, 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 and then at the college level, it's more formal internships um, with our College of um, Communications mm-hmm. and so on. Now, um, but I mean, you know, federal honking isn't real far away, but it's not real close either. Right. Um, so, I mean, are there people serving internships in Athens from your district? Absolutely. Um Oh. They they have, uh, and, and uh, I apologize, I don't have the list of, of partners that, right. that we work with, but they do, uh, we do work with a number of, of business partners uh, here in Athens proper, um, as well as throughout other places in the county. Well, you share with uh, whoever needs to know that we, too, um, provide experiential uh, opportunities. Uh, I will be glad to pass that along. So now, um, I'm sort of interrupted your train of thought, though. Points of pride and challenges. Well, and so obviously the, the internship program is, is, is a, a point of pride. Um, I think another thing that they do at the high school is uh, they require senior projects. And depending on who you talk to, right, some students really get a lot out of the senior projects and really enjoy it. And some of them look at it more as, as a chore because it is, it is work. Uh, but, but the students work on a project, and every student has to do a project. And give me, then, give and, me a few examples. Like what? Um, well, so, so we had a student um, that had some some intellectual challenges. Uh, this was in last year's group that I got to meet before I actually came on board. Right. And uh, so that student, like like her peers, had to do a project. And she did hers around uh, developing uh, healthy options for, for horse feed. Yeah. And so she created these different horse treats and, uh, you know, had to had to demonstrate a number of math skills and uh, uh, functional uh, business skills. And she had documented everything that she had done and the people that she had interacted with. And then she presented that uh, in the spring. They give the, the seniors a chance. They call it the Senior Showcase, where they can present uh, the projects that they worked on. So that's one example. Another one would be a student that was uh, really interested in work, woodworking. And he had uh, built uh, several pieces of fine furniture. That was part of his project. I um, get it. <laughs> well, it, it, it's. I what am I trying to say? I think um, even um, well, when I was growing up, you know, my projects were my pro, my the productions that I staged, mm-hmm. and um, there were dozens of them. And I, it it is you, you have good shows, you have fair shows, you got some shows you wish you didn't have to be involved in. But, sure. Um, I think that's that sounds neat. Well, because others that don't have that, uh, shall we say, art thing or the showbiz thing or the um, entertain. What am I trying to say? Talent stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they can find something that just they themselves can produce and be proud of. Yeah, and 
you know, the, the overall goal is that it's a comprehensive learning experience. It doesn't necessarily mean that that's what your career path is going to be, but there's something that, you know, life is all about learning. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll give you another example. Uh, one of the valedictorians uh, who got a full ride to go to Ohio State uh, to study aviation. I mean, it, and, and that's a whole great story all in itself. But her senior project yeah. was, was about designing and uh, creating uh, Victorian dresses. Now that not, But she not, was aviation. Right. Okay. Right. Well, first of all, anybody who goes to Ohio State for aviation rather than OU, I don't understand that because we are so strong in aviation. But besides that factor, uh, you know, what a, what a, um, two entirely different uh, areas of interest. That's cool. Yeah, absolutely. So that's, you know, that's, that's one of the interesting things about the, about the project. So, so I'm, you know, I'm really pleased that they do that and, and uh, I think it serves the students well to, to engage in that kind of work. Having been involved with, um, um, well, sounds like four or five different school districts uh, during your career thus far, um, and, and in a leadership role in three, uh, would you say, um, what, what are some unique challenges that, that you're that you're aware of or maybe thinking could occur uh, with this district now that you're a month in the job in as its superintendent? Well, I think federal hawking faces uh, a lot of the same challenges that, that all public school districts face. Um, you know, in the, in the last 10 or so years, we've seen a lot of a lot of changes uh, in public education, particularly surrounding testing requirements and graduation requirements. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it, 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 it seems to be kind of the standard rather than the exception now that, that, that schools are dealing with changes that are handed down, you know, through the legislature or, you know, from the Ohio Department of Education that really changes the, the responsibilities and the work that that uh, teachers and administrators uh, and counselors have to do on a daily basis and a lot of the really good ideas that that come out of the work that our that our government leaders do doesn't come with the resources to make those things happen and which you know, I think if you talk to any any school administrator or teacher or public employee, they'll they'll tell you that that's that's the case. So, to kind of put it in perspective, uh, on a, on a personal level, I have I have three children. I have I have one that's in college. I have one that's a senior in high school, and I have one that's a freshman in high school this year. All three of my children will will have graduated with a different set of graduation requirements. And so when those requirements Is that change, because they attended different schools or they all they will all have graduated from the same high school. Okay. Um it that it's just the way that that's fallen out. Um so you know my oldest son he he was in school when uh the Ohio graduation test was the requirement in addition to earning your credits to graduate and then uh my my other son has had to 
pass end of course exams and then uh, my daughter will will have to have passed uh, some of those end of course exams but then she'll have additional requirements so I, I think it's a challenge for all schools to try to keep up with the changes and and serve students well um, in spite of the fact that we're we're not getting more funding, we're not getting more personnel, we're not getting more time to to do the things that we need to do. You know, when I went to uh, high school, I guess uh, in the mid '60s in Worthington, um, I remember once in a while a test, mm-hmm. but it was very infrequent. It might have been every other year or something like that. Right. Um, and it was, um, for all I know, it was the ACT or SAT or whatever they called it back then, uh, which was sort of a allowed you to figure out where you stood for your future education. Right. Um, <clears throat> I, As far as taking a test which said, if you pass it, you're graduating or not. I don't remember anything like that. Yeah, you, you, you prob- the only thing that you probably had to do to graduate was the same thing I had to do. You had to pass your classes. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, things have really changed in, in the... Uh... And I will tell you, I was so busy doing other things. Right. That I had to take a second senior year. Janie Fossum, as in Novice Fossum. You know that name? I do not. Novice Fossum, Novice Fawcett, excuse me, was the president of Ohio State. And his daughter was my English teacher at Worthington. Okay. That's what I meant. Anyway, uh, the Fawcett Center for tomorrow? Yes. Now now you got the connection. Now I get it. Okay. Well, anyway, enough on my silliness. Um, But, uh, you know, to graduate, you just had to pass each of your classes in a reasonable manner. Um, Today, now, they actually have tests that you must pass pass in order to graduate, right? Right. So, and, And it's evolved uh, over the last few years. So, you know, uh, it, it, it was that you had to pass the Ohio graduation test and you had to be proficient. You had to score proficient or better on these five, a battery of five tests. Scott, do you think you and I should take that test? Yeah, why not? <laughs> I wonder how we do. Excellent. Okay. Well, and so then it changed, and then it became uh, there were seven end-of-course exams that you would take the year that you completed the course. You actually took the test, though, before you completed the course. Okay. And you had to uh, you had to get a total of 18 points on these seven tests. So you could score anywhere from a 1 to a 5. On and what test. you're describing is true of all school districts. In the state of Ohio. Right. And But you had to get at least four points from math and four points from English and then uh, six points from uh, science and social studies, which still only adds up to 14 points. So you've got to get more points on, on some of those. So, uh, and you said 18 to graduate, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
the points I mean. Right. Um, okay, so let me, you know, are there other states that you think do it better? Um, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Um, I haven't looked a lot at what other states are doing because mm-hmm. we spend a lot of time trying to figure out how we're going to navigate through all of the changes that we deal with. Right. Um, and, and, and to the credit of, of uh, Ohio, we, we are – they have come up with multiple pathways at this point by which a student can, can earn their diploma, recognizing that not every student takes – is a good test taker. So you can get your diploma, even if you do poorly on those tests, you can earn an industry credential through a career center or through programming at your local high school. Um, you, you know, you, you, can, you can do other things uh, if, if that's what works best for you. I don't want to put you on the spot here, but I'm going to try it anyway. <laughs> we'll see. So, you know, six years or so, you've been the principal at Athens High School. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now you're superintendent at uh, Federal Hawking. Yes. And um, been on the job just a little over a month. Um, what What do you think are the differences between those particular two school districts? And And, you know, you can always throw in other school districts in our county, too, if you wish. Good question. Excuse me. Um, so I think all of the county schools are, are they're all different. They are. I've I noticed. I mean, schools, each school district has its own culture. Each school building has its own culture. And I don't think any one is uh, better or worse than another one. Uh, I, I will tell you that I think that the students in Athens County have the opportunity to get a great education at any of our any of our school districts. Mm-hmm. Um, when when you compare Athens and Federal Hawking, that is uh, that is an interesting comparison. Uh, when you look at the student population, right? So Athens is is around twenty seven hundred students total. Federal Hawking is a little less than eleven hundred. Um, I think that uh, federal hawking obviously uh, has more economically disadvantaged students proportional to the district than what the city of Athens does. That creates some unique challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a- Athens City Schools uh, is able to offer, uh, you know, certain things that, that maybe they don't have at federal hawking. You know, there are, are, are obviously far more uh, AP courses at, at, at Athens High School than there are at Federal Hawking High School. Um, but when you flip the lens the other way and look at it from the Federal Hawking side, what you have is you have really strong communities in Amesville, Coolville, in the Stuart Guysville area. Mm-hmm. And the people that live in those communities work very hard uh, to provide the best that that they can to the students in that school district, um, it is a very supportive and very nurturing community th- that I think focuses on all of the kids in the district. So um, when when you when you talk about what's available, I think that 
Uh, students at Federal Hawking have a lot of things available to them, a lot of resources uh, that that they're more familiar with and that are, are uh, easy for them to access uh, uh, in that district. Um, I've met a number of community members, and, and, you know, when we throw ideas out there, they, they're they willing to do whatever it takes to, to make that happen. Uh, you know, I have some meetings today to talk about uh, dual enrollment opportunities there at the high school um, for our students. Uh, so, so it's a it's a smaller district, but I think small uh, works really well there. You know, um, I have a granddaughter who is uh, taking AP stuff. That's advanced placement, folks. Um. And, and some courses that are offered by Ohio University. Mm-hmm. Um, now, back when I was involved with the schools, we called it Senate Bill 180. But uh, I think there's, I think it's called something else now. It's called uh, College Credit Plus now. Okay. Um, so, um, you know, obviously. If you live in the city school district for Athens City Schools, uh, the proximity to the university is, you're right there. Yep. Um, Are these opportunities also available to the outlying areas, such as your Federal Hawking School District? So, so yes, they're available to, to everyone in the state of Ohio. So all all high schools, but there's a greater challenge, 60. right? Well, so the challenge that that uh, transportation a, a is- like Federal Hawking has is, is transportation for students. Uh, so under College Credit Plus, uh, students that that meet admission requirements at uh, any college or university uh, in the state can attend or take classes from that university, okay. and and the school district uh, will cover cover those costs. Uh, they will even uh, right now uh, we we even pay for the books. So the only requirement that the student has besides passing the course is getting themselves there. So that that is a that is a unique challenge. So uh, you know we have some students that take classes at OU uh, at Federal Hawking, but uh, what small rural school districts need to do to make sure that we're, we're providing as many opportunities as we can to students is we have to find ways to bring that university class to our building. And there are ways to do that. Um, Why well, are we talking about, like, um, video? Mm-hmm. Okay. Video is one way. Um, another way is uh, having uh, teachers in your high school that are credentialed to teach those college classes. I see. So, you know, a number, a number of our teachers in, throughout the county uh, teach as adjuncts at OU and Hawking College and Rio Grande. And so uh, by harnessing the, their ability to do that, we can offer some of those classes right on our campuses. So it, you know, makes it so that our students don't have that transportation uh, obstacle. Sure. Um, and I don't want to paint uh, the wrong color or brush. Use the wrong. I don't know what that expression is. But um, okay. So if you're in a more rural area, 
is there a greater focus on industrial arts or agriculture or you know what I mean? Well, I think that's a fair question. I mean, uh, the more rural you are, the more of a focus there are on the rural aspects of your community and culture. So obviously, you know, if you live in a place where there are a lot of farms and a lot of farming, you're going to have a a strong uh vocational agriculture program mm-hmm. and and they do at federal hockey but they also have that at athens and they have that at alexander um uh you know uh and and different schools have different numbers of students that that end up going to uh the vocational school the career center tri-county um it just it in part it is a product of of what the student and their families and, and their communities focus on. Dave Hannings, our guest today. We have a caller. Good morning. You're on the air. Oh, I'm sorry. I made a mistake. Okay. I didn't need to call. Okay. No I problem. I didn't need to call in for that. Sorry. <laughs> bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Yeah. Um, okay. So Dave Hanning, uh, superintendent of Federal Hawking, a local school district, uh, newly on the job a month or two now. And uh, but he's been a former principal at Athens High School and assistant principal at um, uh, Warren and so on and so forth. Right. Um, now, um, the as I understand it, the the Board of Education is pretty excited about you. You, I hope so. Um, now you know Tim Larson and I go way back. Mm-hmm. Um. Golly. Um, and when I look at what Federal Hawking was when he got involved in, in what it was like when he left, mm-hmm. um, there was a lot of advancement during that time. Sure. And he was there a long time. Um, what more can be done? Well, I think there's always opportunities for improvement. Um. I think that we can continue to provide good learning experiences for all of our students. And and when we say what more can be done, you know, we, we live in a world that changes all the time. And so, you know, one of the things that we have to keep in mind is that we have to realize that we are educating students uh, many of which will be working in career fields that may not exist today. Mm. So I think that we have to to tailor our work around that, um, not just that, but, but that definitely has to be one of the things that we focus on. Um, you know, I, I, I would like to see us have more dual enrollment opportunities in, in, on our campuses. Um, I, w- I would like to, you know, continue to see... Uh, us us grow um i think if more people knew about what a great place it was more people would want to send their kids to federal hockey i will tell you in my experience over the last 25 years and i've worked in several schools and and had great experiences in all of them i i i loved every place that i worked uh, but I will tell you that the the folks that I've had the opportunity to get to know these last few weeks, they're they're just really remarkable people, and 
who really care about students on on a level that uh, is just so impressive and makes you feel so good, uh, you know, at the end of the day. There's um, a concept called open enrollment. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, as I understand it, it can be used either because of um, geography, it makes sense for the, mm-hmm. the family, or because of um, uh, academic quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever the choice, for any reason that someone lives somewhere else but would like to attend a particular school district, um, there's a limit, but as long as you don't exceed the limit, you can accommodate them, right? Right, and and the limit is, you know, open enrollment is is open enrollment into a school district is a good thing if the district has seats available, right? So you don't want to have to hire additional staff just to accommodate open enrollment. Um, so I, I guess I'm asking. Is it, do you have open enrollment student, students involved with y'all? Oh, absolutely. Okay. And we have we have both uh, open enrollment in and open enrollment out for for just the reasons that you mentioned. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think I think the biggest reason uh, is geography mm-hmm. for us uh, at Federal Hawking. I mean, 207 square miles. That's a that's a big school district. If you get out a map and you look at Amesville and Coolville, and you know, some some of our folks, they just live closer to schools in in other districts, mm-hmm. um, and for whatever reasons, they they may they may choose to to send their students there. Um, some some folks uh, choose to send their students to to different schools for uh, because they want them to have access to more AP classes, or sometimes because of athletics. You know, if you don't. If your school doesn't have an athletic program that 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 uh, their child wants, they'll they'll send them someplace else. It just really depends on what's important to them. Well, you certainly do have a fine athletics program. What um, um, how important is that to you personally? I I think it's very important. Um, I think that athletics. And other activities, extracurricular activities and co-curricular activities, are a great way to support what goes on in the classroom because it gives students the opportunity to do something that they enjoy, do it with a a group of of other students that enjoy doing the same things. And, And I've always thought that there was a lot of value to learning how to be on a team and be a team member. Mm-hmm. And be part of something that's just a little bit bigger than yourself. Um, I know as a, as a student athlete and as a coach, I, I really enjoyed those experiences. And obviously, it, it, it's always good to win if you can win. But even if you're you're not successful in the win loss column, you at least are successful in building uh, positive relationships and learn how to work with other people. Well, I think you have to learn how to fail, too. Absolutely. We learn more from our failures than we do from our successes. So, you know, a team that's just uh, all wins, um, they've got a lot to learn yet, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Well, um, is there some change? I mean, even before you got there, 
Um, once once this started to uh, formulate and it, it appeared you were headed that way, is there some couple of ideas that you had that you thought would be perfect for federal hawking that you're surprised no one had ever thought of and, and you would like to bring to it? Or, now that you've gotten there, have some of those ideas softened because you find some, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I I do, and and I've I've tried to my my approach has been that it it, it was a great place before I got there. Um, I don't. It's not my intention to to come in and change this or change that, um, because I I believe very strongly that you have to to really intimately know how things work, why they are the way they are. And, uh, you know, if, if I were to, to identify one thing that I would like to see uh, improve or, or expand, is it would be the dual enrollment opportunities uh, for students there in the district. And I think, I think that those opportunities are there. And once again, that's to be able to take some college courses as well. Right. And not just college courses, but some other career paths as well. Um, I, you know, I, I just learned last week that we, we really do a lot with welding at, oh, yeah. at Federal Hawking High School. And, and I think that there are opportunities to get kids uh, certifications in, in that area and probably some other things. So, well, Welding is my hobby. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, I well, don't play golf. I weld. That's interesting. Yeah. But, I used to play golf, <laughs> but but those are some things that uh, that that I think I think that we can build on strong programs that are already in existence. I think that we can build on those things, and that and that's my goal. I want to build on the success that's already been achieved there, um, and I and I think we can do it. Well, um, I don't know why I bring this up, but Makerspace has been real helpful to me. That's mm-hmm. a new facility out there across from Bedrock. Right. Well, anyway, okay, so um, let's see. So when they project enrollments, you know, they always try to look ahead. And then the state funding and all that sort of thing is dependent on how many students yes. and all that all that arithmetic stuff. Yes. Um is uh, federal hawking likely to uh, continue at this eleven hundred, or is it going to drop, or is it going to gain, or you know what I mean? I think we're going to hold steady, right where we're at, at least for the foreseeable future. Have the um, voters been supportive with levies? Um, I think the voters have been very supportive of the schools overall. I, I don't know when the last time there okay. was a levy. Um. Well, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I just meant in general. But, uh, okay, uh, what about your hobbies? What do you like to do when you're not focusing on this great school district? Um, I, you know, I, I, I used to play golf. I quit doing that a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, me what, too. I wasn't very good at it. But, yeah. uh, but you know, I spend a lot of time with my family. Uh, you know, I, I live on what used to be my, my grandfather's farm. Oh, neat. Uh, and so, so we... We we do all sorts of fun things like cut and split firewood and spend time in the woods. Animals? Uh, no, we don't have any animals. Okay. Um, uh, we're, we're 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 a little too busy for that. But we 
we uh, we stay busy with that, and uh, you know, uh, my my kids are, are are band kids. They're in the marching band, so we spend a lot of time uh, doing music stuff. Good. Well, um, David uh, Hanning is the uh, superintendent of Federal Hawking Local School Districts. Been on the job just a oh what uh, really what's... about three weeks. Three weeks. No, okay. So not even quite a month. And uh, congratulations on all of that. Thank you. And um, uh, but he's no no rookie. He's been principal at Athens High School. He's been the assistant principal down at Warren Local High School. Um, and and teacher of fifteen years in social studies and other things like that. Eleven hundred students at Federal Hawking, and um, I hear good things about it. And I tell you what, I talked to a parent the other day. In fact, it might have been someone who suggested my having you on. And um, they were just really excited about your new position. Well, I'm excited to be there. It's a great place. And um, I, I, I don't know why they were so excited, but they just thought it was terrific. So, well done. Thank you. All right. Well, come back and give us an update once in a while, eh? Be glad to. Okay. We'll take a break, folks. Avellino has the true taste of your grandmother's old water Italian cooking in every dish they prepare. Coming Monday through Wednesday from 6.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. Try to breakfast with a double-shot latte for only $2.75. You're not in for breakfast? Come in for the $7 lunch special. You won't regret it. Avellino even accommodates all food allergies and has vegan and gluten-free options. Taste buds no. Now take them for what they really want. Take them with Avellino. Like Tavolino on Facebook for the hours and specials. Now that's a spicy meatball. What comes to mind when you hear this? Well, trees, of course, but there's a lot more to it. The Ohio chapter of the International Society of Arboriculture would prefer to have you think of healthy, safe trees. And the best way to ensure that is to hire an ISA-certified arborist. ISA-certified arborists are specially trained, and there are even certified arborists trained to help identify at-risk trees. Find a certified arborist near you at treesforohio.org. Trees, the number four, Ohio.org. And you might just hear less of this. At Athens Cell Phone and Electronics Repair, we repair all brands of cell phones, tablets, and computers, including iPhones and Samsung devices. Whether it's a screen or battery replacement, logic board repairs, or charge ports, Athens Cell Phone and Electronics can fix it all. Why spend a bunch of money on a new device? With over 40 years of electronic experience, we'll repair your device for a fraction of the cost. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Saturdays from 8 a.m. to noon. Stop in and see us at Richland Avenue between Taco John's and McAfee's. Give us a call for a free estimate at 740-590-1677. How do you give hope to a child in the foster care system? It starts with your heart. That tug you feel on yours when you hear that children are waiting for a stable, loving voice to speak up for their best interests. And then it becomes your time. What started out as a feeling that maybe you could make a difference becomes the difference. Change a child's story. There is a child waiting for a volunteer like you. Learn more at AthensCasa.org. I see here our thought for the day. This comes from G.E. Moore, who was a British philosopher back in the late 1800s. Reality can destroy the dream. Why shouldn't the dream destroy reality? I'll let you ponder that. G.E. Moore, British philosopher. 
Folks, we're about 10 seconds away from CBS News, and tomorrow our guest will be Cassie Meek. We're going to be talking about our very wonderful dairy barn. Okay? It's 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour. Real news, real reporting. I'm Peter King. With the Amazon on fire and burning fast, Brazil's president has done what some might call unthinkable. Jair Bolsonaro says he won't accept any help from foreign countries unless France's President Macron apologized for questioning his trustworthiness. Correspondent Manuel Bajorquez. Bolsonaro's administration on Monday rejected a $20 million pledge from G7 leaders to help fight the fires, equating the aid to treating Brazil like a colony. Major Fabio Pichau, who is helping lead Brazil's military firefighting efforts, dismissed the international criticism. There are people who think that this type of assistance should have happened a lot faster. Do you have anything to say to them? We do know that it's happening and have taken action before, he said. The only difference is the international visibility came just now. The hurricane watch is up for Puerto Rico, but tropical.